Hello and welcome to the FSF Podcast Live Edition. I was told that you wear my pajamas too much. I thought I would take it more seriously tonight. Clearly and obviously. Uh, yeah, I stayed pajamas. You went um, bombshell red. Yeah. Okay. Why not? All right. So See what it does for the <laughs> We're going to have to put my eyes are up here sign on the screen, but you know. It's all good. Uh, okay, then. Well, hello there, kids and cadets. Welcome to the FSF podcast. This is our Tea Time live show episode. And this is the show that's about as comfortable to watch as a jock strap that's three sizes too small. I, I, no, oh gosh. <laughs> so, in other words, it's going to be uncomfortable. Yikes. I don't you have any personal experience with that, but yikes. Uh, oh, you'll know if you put one on that's too small, trust me. <laughs> well, you got one person who wants to subscribe. Hey! But if Too it wasn't already, we have issues. Right. Oh, goodness. Well, before we actually get into tonight's show and I stop being this ridiculous, I'll, I'll be my normal level of ridiculous. We need, to say <laughs> we need to say thanks to our show partners, Level Up Savers, TCT, and Monkey Cult Coffee. So TCT is our newest partner and new mer nerd merch supplier. Easy for yes. you to say. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, I need my supplier. Sheesh. There's too many words. Words is hard. Why use many words when few words do trick? Exactly. I am very much having a Kevin Malone sort of day. Oh, my word. Just. <laughs> but on, I don't have a pot of chili. I just have words, and I try to move, and they just go all over the place. <laughs> But Very yes, TCT, where fandom meets fashion, Star Wars, Marvel, Sasquatch, Doctor Who, Star Trek, and more are all available for you in perfectly unique and nerdy designs. Make sure to use code FSF15 at checkout. Please do it. Enjoy the things. That's right. And I am expecting a brand new batch of Monkey Cult coffee in the mail any day now. I'm very excited. My wife uh, because she loves me dearly, and she's adorable, and she's cute, and I'm hoping she's listening from the other room, because I am totally kissing off right now. Anyway, uh, yeah, she bought me a brand new bag of Monkey Cult coffee. You can get some amazing coffee, too. There is, of course, the bourbon chocolate chip, which is my favorite. There is also a toasted coconut rum, which, let's be honest, if you can make me like anything with a flavor of coconut, you are doing something right, and they are definitely doing something right. That is actually a really good coffee. And they have a brand new one called Golden Honey Agave. Uh, so, yeah, I'm hoping to be able to try that out. Now, on top of that, these are their flavored artisan coffees, but they also have uh, whole bean options for you if you like to grind your own beans. You know what really grinds my beans? Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, there's whole bean options for you. And if you use code FSF10 at checkout, you will get 10% off the entirety of your purchase. And our longest-running show partner... Level up sabers. The only saber guaranteed better than a stick with a whole bunch of screen accurate saber hilts and custom hilts for you to choose from. You are sure to find the shin swatter, I mean, lightsaber of your dreams. Also, make sure that you buy lacrosse gloves to protect your knuckles and a jock strap of the right size. 
We got a Ben. Oh. How are yeah, you? How, yeah, hey, hi, how are you? So, hi, hey, uh, guys, uh, all those things are down in the, the show links down below. Please sure to click on those. Clicking on those links helps our show to continue to grow. And, uh, yeah, it helps out considerably. So we just want to say thank you for that. If you are buying those things, say thank you. It means a lot to us. Also, if you could do what the, the banner at the bottom of the show says down below, if you haven't already, click like and subscribe. Smash the button. Do the thing. Um, your subscription helps us a ton. And if you're not having enough fun here, well, then you need to go to Patreon because at patreon.com forward slash FSF podcast, you can have, well, a lot more fun. There are five levels of, of subscription from $1 to $40 with early access and all the things and the funds and the things. And anyway... Go check it out there. There's a lot that you are missing out on if you are not already a Patreon subscriber. And one more thing before we bring out our guest. If you haven't already, there is a way for you to win free loot. Uh, in the next couple days, we will be drawing for uh, the winner of five separate, five copies. I'm going to get my hand on the screen. Five copies of this movie here, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Um yeah, so sign up at fsfpopcast.com forward slash contact. Uh, enter your email address, and uh, yeah, we'll get with you. We'll get shipping addresses if you if you are a winner. And you get to win some loot. It's a free Blu-ray copy, and it's also available out on digital. But why go buy the digital if you have a chance to win the Blu-ray? I'm just saying. Anyway, go sign up for the things. And yeah, that's it. And uh, I'm not sure who Facebook user is, but hi, Facebook user. Hey, guys. <laughs> hello. Hi, guys. Hello, Facebook user. And, and welcome, Ben. Hi, and, hi. Hello. I, I do although, have the thing up now. And well, although John is technically correct, uh, I yep. would also like to point out that John is technically incorrect. And he needs to spend five minutes in the corner of shame. Technically correct is the best kind of correct. Woo! Fuzzy camera. Fuzzy. <laughs> anyway, tonight's oh, hey, guest... Hi, oh. Eddie. Eddie's from the Andromeda group that I'm a part of and has helped us uh, with not only people viewing our Andromeda interviews for like Lexa Doig and uh, uh, Laura Bertram and Gordon Wolvet, all who are major stars of the show Andromeda. But um, yeah, he's just been a really big supporter of the show. So and he's from he's from the Ireland. How cool. Hi, Eddie. Anyway. Ooh. OK. Anyway, uh, tonight's Come guest is... <laughs> Tonight's guest is Tyson Hadfield. Bring them on Hi, out. Hi, Kathleen. Oh, but Kathleen's gone too. Okay. Yeah. We're all having tech issues, I guess. Hi, Tyson. Welcome welcome to the madness. Enter if you dare. I'm here. <laughs> Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. Hey, so for those of you who aren't familiar with Tyson, Tyson is uh, the gentleman that was told to us by former guest PJ Harzma, a Hollywood producer. Uh, we interviewed PJ, and he was talking about the website that he runs along with, with Drew Lewis called Couch Soup. And he was like, you know, here there's the benefits of being on Couch Soup, and here's one of the best stories of being a Couch Soup member that I can give you. And he starts telling us about this kid, Tyson. And a kid, to, it's a kid to PJ. I'm, I'm not actually sure how old yeah. Tyson is. Uh, uh, 85. Excellent. I'm 87. So there we go. Uh, so yeah. And he starts telling us about all the different things and how uh, they met up and, and how he was able to get, you know, some, some perks. And I'm sure that Tyson could do a far better job with this story than I'm slaughtering through. So Tyson, tell us about how you, why you went to Couch Soup 
and how you uh, got to meet PJ and Drew and, and all the guys. Yeah, it's it's a I love this story, so I could talk about it forever. But um, how long are these typically? It's about an hour. Ish. I yeah. mean, you go as long as you need to go. <laughs> I could, I could forever. So I I wrote a. I have hot tea. Go for it. <laughs> a hot tea for a hottie. So Tim, Tim, <laughs> I bet home my my expensive. Is that a tea, tea bag? bag? You saw nothing. <laughs> I got. Is that a tea bag? I'm drinking peppermint tea. I have sour tummy tum. Shame on all of you. I just don't have any tea. I have water. That's fine. So I wrote a movie script. It's actually, I have a copy behind me. Whoops. Because Nolan North is. Do you know who uh, Uncharted is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm a big Uncharted fan, big Nolan North fan. Um, Voice of Ghost on Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Whether we wanted it or not. Exactly. I'm wearing the the Valis to Arik shirt. I don't know that one. That's from Destiny. Destiny the oh, whether okay. we wanted it or not, we stepped oh, into a war with the Cabal on Mars. The entirety of the the quote is just printed out on the shirt. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I part hoping that Nolan would actually be interested in in it. And uh, this was 2018. And so back then, remember PJ talked about it was something called retro replay. Yeah. Back then, Nolan and Troy Baker would play old games and comment and be inappropriate and fun and everything on that. But so it was like a shot in the dark. I cameo. You can buy cameo mm -hmm. videos of shout outs from different celebrities. Nolan was on there. And so I was like. All right, threw a Hail Mary and said, I wrote a part for you in my script. Are you interested? And he got back to me and he said, he's like, yeah, send it to Retro Replay, attention to, and then PJ emailed me from that. And I'm like, who's PJ? Who's PJ Harzma? And I looked up his IMDb and I saw he was a producer of Con Man, which I know you're a new fan of. And I was like, so that was my first email to him. I'm like, I love Con Man. In fact, I got some Con Man goodies up here too. Gifts nice. from PJ from from when I was at the studio. This one's a Firefly photo book taken by Nathan Fillion. Um, signed by Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk. And this is a Spectrum. So where where is your address so we can steal that? <laughs> we no no, Ben. You have to Choir. learn how to. We have, no, no, you you have to learn how to approach this. We would like to come see it in person. You can yes. still. That's that's what I mean. You can go on couchsoup.com on their merch and you can buy it. So you don't have to steal mine. But mine was a gift. There <laughs> this you go. one's this one's a Spectrum comic book written by PJ and Alan. Yep. Um signed by PJ. I'll get back to that. That's actually PJ's daughter. You can't see it because my crap's in the way. But anyway, so I was like, I'm a con man fan. Um and then I sent the script, and then fast forward to they were busy, stuff was going on. I got you know busy with stuff, and then, but it really wasn't until last year or so I saw on Couch Soup you can for different perks. PJ told this story, mm -hmm. and the highest level, the highest tier, you can pitch PJ Harzma and Drew Lewis, his uh, producing partner at Couch Soup, an idea, and so I pitched them my movie, my script again, and we were talking for 
about a year and it got to the point where we're going to shoot a they call it a proof of concept proof of concept movie teaser shot that with them in la last august and i was just the whole time enjoy like just sheer joy bj mentioned in the podcast let me throw that out there too so i met you tim because of couch soup and you're like oh we interviewed pj and i was like oh and so that day i looked up that your guys interview with him and i listened to it while i was at work at my soul sucking warehouse job is what i call it <laughs> hating life and everything and going and then um at the end of the podcast pj starts telling my story of working with him and stuff and so i was like i'm not crying you're crying it was great <laughs> it was a good time so um, where can people where can people go to watch your the movie trailer is it out somewhere for people to be able to click I, on it i did i just made it public um i got my right there ign <laughs> um my instagram and it's on there i threw it on the youtubes i threw it's on Vimeo, TikTok. Okay. Um, if you go on any of those and search The Many Lives of Chuck Valentine, you get to watch our five-minute te- teaser, which I'm super proud of and happy about. Oh, cool. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was on YouTube or not earlier, and I should have asked you, but I, I got here this afternoon. I forgot. So when uh, after the show here, I will, ta- I will uh, edit the links and put your link for that down in the YouTube. Oh, cool. Uh, down, in, down in our show notes so people can click that and go check that out because it is a really cool trailer i did watch it it's oh, you did see it oh. yeah so yeah uh very nicely done very nice high quality so yeah because of pj and drew and because of their their connections it was so serendipitous it was like it was amazing how things just fell into place and came together because through my zoom meetings with them Hi, Jason. Um, I was like, they're like, well, could you shoot this teaser in Utah? I was like, yeah, but I want to come meet you guys. And also, I want to come, I want to do it in LA with you guys. And they're like, all oh, right. Yeah. And we were planning that. And while we were planning it, the writer's strike happened. The actor's strike happened during this time. Had no forethought that that was going to happen. Sure. And so there was a bunch of crew members just looking for work to you know feed their families and continue to do what they love um pj and drew shot a commercial with kyle jewel who is the director of photography for he did con man he did marvel's agents of shield and he's currently doing the rookie with nathan fillion so when they're done when they were done shooting their commercial he's like you got anything else for me pj goes yeah i got something for you and so i got to shoot with this highly professional crew awesome guys i love them to death for doing they did so kyle said something awesome in my first like chat with him that every director wants to hear that i am there to fulfill your vision because you know he's highly experienced and i'm highly not experienced (laughs) and so it was great i was like oh thank you but he didn't he didn't uh fulfill my my vision he completely enhanced it these images cool. that I've had in my head for years. And then I, I told him, like, this looks far better and beautiful than even my wildest dreams. That's there's cool, the, man. There's a trailer right there. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, uh, it was one, It was kind of neat because when, when we had PJ uh, on the show and we were, we were talking with him, 
one of the cool things that I thought was that how cool is this as a bonus, as a perk of, of being a member for Couch Soup? Now, there's, there's obviously there's varying tiers and, and varying different things that you can get. And being a contributor to Couch Soup, you and I both, both of us are, um, we both know that there are some possibility of some upcoming changes to those, those perks where the, the members are be, going to be able to get more for what they're giving. And so it's going to be some really cool stuff coming up. So uh, if you haven't already, go to couchsoup.com, uh, become a member. There, of course, is a free tier. You don't have to worry about that. You're not, you're not blocked out of the site. It's not, it's not dollar locked. Uh, but you will get more, more fun for your money if, uh, you, if you sign up at couchsoup.com. Uh, even if you just go with a $5 subscription it's it's pretty rad what you get and uh, the kind of contact that you get with uh, all the contributors and the people who run the site and all the behind the scenes stuff access to the uh, couch soup circle uh so yeah it's good times so yeah uh strong you got encourage you guys go check that out go check out couchsoup.com and go right there click the thing do the thing that'll be down in the links check out tyson's movie trailer the Many Lives of Chuck Valentine. Uh, it is pretty entertaining. Uh, it's a nice little piece of cinema, and it's a quick watch. If you can watch five TikTok videos, you can watch you can watch Tyson's trailer. So, all right, appreciate that. I'll say this too: one of my favorite things about Couch Soup is that because they are it's great people. The whole reason I signed up was just to be able to pitch my movie to PJ and Drew and see if they were interested in help helping me out with it. Um, I'd watched their YouTube stuff, so I was already a fan of theirs. Right. Um, but I wasn't active in the in the community until I signed up for Couch Soup. I'll throw this part of the into the story as well because it's fun. Um, like the month before my first meeting with PJ and Drew, some Couch Soup people were coming here to Salt Lake for the Fan X uh, convention in Salt Lake City, and Nolan North was going there too. So. I just realized I'm wearing my Nolan hat too. So there he is again. <laughs> um, and they talked about couch soup there. They had a panel. Nolan was on the panel and they talked about how it was retro replay. That's a cool story. So I'll quickly sure. share it. Um, I won't quickly share it. I'll go back further and tell more details. Cause I know how it, how it happened. PJ um, produced con man with Alan Tudyk and Alan came to him one day and said, because this was back they were making uncharted 4 but there was some reshuffling of of leadership and so people that were in it got out and everything and so alan tudyk was going to be in uncharted 4 he's working with nolan and nolan came up with this character that he does just for fun it's called gary lansing the performance capture king mm -hmm. and and he's making jokes and inappropriate jokes as he does. And Alan Tudyk just loved him and was loving it and wrote Nolan into Con Man. Told mm -hmm. PJ, he's like, we were going to go with this other, someone else. I think it was the name actor. I don't know who it is. Um, he's like, we're going with Nolan North. PJ's like, who the hell is Nolan North? <laughs> um, <laughs> but those two, PJ and, and Nolan really hit it off and they had a great time on Con Man. And PJ said, I was like, we, we should do something together. And they were throwing around ideas. Then it, I believe it was Drew who came up with, was like, you should play these old video games and we'll do a YouTube channel. Um, yeah, so that's how that started. Then, so they were doing retro replay. Then the, then Corona and stuff happened. 
But during Retro Replay, there was all these fans just like, you guys have the live chat here. People were, it started mm -hmm. building this building this community and people were becoming friends. And so the, the shutdowns happened and Nolan's like, we, we got to keep this this community going. We got to do something for that. Yeah. Then comes Couch Soup. And so that's where people that came from Retro Replay started being contributors. Um, right. Tim, you wrote a fantastic article that I read before I even knew who you were. Oh, thank you. I love that. I because I follow. I go on tangents. I call them Tyson tangents. So we all go up. on tangents. It's all good. Buckle up, kids. <laughs> good. It's part of what we do. <laughs> this this uh, whole tea time series is literally just one long tangent. So you're beautiful. fine. I'm. That's the, that was the premise of it. We're like, you know, we're doing all these silly things. Let's let them. We all have these tangents and and these these you know left field rants that we go on. And matter of fact, one of the things we're working on is putting together a series for Ben called Ben's you know rants or whatever we're gonna call ben, it. Yet, but. Fantastical rants. Fantastical, Fantastical rants. rants. Yes, that's it. Because we Ben's we don't it. have a lot of we have a lot of science fiction, a lot of pop culture, not a lot of fantasy stuff, and that's uh, my area of expertise. Uh, so. Okay. If you couldn't tell by, I'm wearing a little there you go. shirt for you guys today. For the we'll get onto that at some point today, okay. and if we don't, that's fine too. This is great conversations. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing a hoodie. Hey, so. I'm literally now back in pajamas. <laughs> you were very fancily dressed. Camera cut. Came back on pajamas. pajamas. <laughs> I'm not wearing too. pants, but that's every Zoom. Why not? I mean, nobody can see it. I mean, Get recorded from here up. Who cares? Until now, which oh. can so, <laughs> so I'll to go back. There was the couch soup people came, and I was not involved in the community, but I went to the couch soup panel, and then I became friends with everyone there. They they said they like like it's great how we just kind of we we totally adopted you, and it feels like I was abducted into a cult. Which was, which no, was I, I totally understand that because that's exactly <laughs> what happened to me. Beautiful. What happened like, here? I'm like, oh yeah, funny science fiction. They're great. They're they're awesome. Oh wait, they're contacting me. They want me to be a guest host and like pop in on random things. And then they're just like, hey, you want you want to be part of the team? That's great. I had to ask to come on here. I told Tim, I was like, I love the podcast. I love it. Can I be on it? Can I? <laughs> But I thought it was going to be like after I was in, you know, active movie prep and promotion and stuff like that. So I'm glad I'm ah. here while I'm still a nobody. Well, we'll bring you back. You're not. A, you're, we'll bring you're you back. When you're all big and famous, and you know. <laughs> it's so now we can claim that we had the first interview with you. There you go. We are, we are so indie. We knew him before he was cool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Josie, please. Sorry, my dog yeah. just like bumped the ring light and it like wobbled back and forth i'm like Don't i thought it would it. i thought it was gonna drop so yeah that's cool man yeah there's oh, a lot of cool this stuff. is where oh. i was going with that with, oh i'm oh, sorry before i forget no i'm sorry no i knew, no, I knew that we interrupted I, like the I tangent said, I wasn't, yeah it happens i just you know got abducted into this cult happily um i guess willingly and and then I started being more active in, in Couch Soup. One of my favorite things, so the perk I'm signed up with now is called Soup Du Drusif, I believe. That's $25 a month, and then you get to have the monthly Zoom calls, which is where Tim and I met. 
you were on your first one and that's yeah that's my favorite because they and pj talked about this too like there's it's a great positive good community i get kind of hippie woo woo sometimes spiritual energy whatever and i uh it's it's the law of attraction like attracts like and so i like with with my fellow nerds there like i found my people yeah it's a lot of fun and that was you know, and a matter of fact, when I got done with that, the, the Zoom call the other day, and even with the, the contributors meeting yesterday, um, I I got off and I was looking at my wife. I'm like, you know, I'm like, these are my people. These are these are the nerds I like. Uh, it's just such a cool vibe there and, and how they do things and, and the way things are brought is very professional, very, but also at the same time, very relaxed, very chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, the high quality on the articles and the way that the things are written. So. I am very excited to be part of the Couch Soup contributor family. And uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, the other website that I do work for doesn't know it, but I'm currently writing my last article for them because I'm going to put all my efforts into Couch Soup. So that's fantastic. That's so cool. Yeah. So I've I've been very much enjoying working with with the Couch Soup folks. In fact, that link there is my brand new article about uh, uh, looking back at Godzilla 1998 soundtrack and why puff diddy daddy sucks anyway um there's that (laughs) that. i i really did because i i follow all sorts of entertainment news and um i got so sick of seeing i hate when everyone jumps on the bandwagon of crapping on yeah a a movie or something and i loved the marvels i really did i thought it's a super fun movie i thought Mm -hmm. i have yet to see it no spoilers but general opinion is great so you know that one part where they get like killed ah! and then no, um, it's Marvel. Everybody, there's explosions. Hey, hey ben, ben, yeah, spoiler, Hi. Brie Larson's in it. Damn it! I'm kidding. <laughs> That's reason enough for me. I actually too. really like Brie Larson. She's I do too. Cool. I think she's phenomenal as Captain Marvel. I the the fact that people great. immediately are just like, oh, she's garbage. It's like people had an issue with her going up in Avengers and her own movie because they kind of like shoehorned it in. But it, it it's the difference between this is your movie and this is a movie we need you to do for another movie. Yeah. This All this recent hate just took me back to when the first Captain Marvel came out. And I like that one too. I was like, why is everyone just... People were crapping on that one before it even came out. Yeah. Yeah. So. And so... It was an okay movie. One... God forbid you have a woman with an opinion. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's a whole nother yeah. tangent that I could yeah. go off on easily. But oh, I I could jump on that with you. I mean, we could just I'm change the title card and just. Uh, well, hey, we do so have actually a habit. We do. I'll finish that because I was like, it was like the one, the first one, someone else posted on Facebook saying like, hey, uh, I think the narrative is just jumping on the what is it, He-Man Woman's Hater Club or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. So I posted your article in there. I was like, finally, someone with the voice of reason saying like, hey, maybe there's more to the story. Maybe because of COVID, people aren't coming. I, I loved it and appreciate it. So I was a fan oh, of thank you before we met. Oh, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I that. do also want to point to that, Tim, of your article was really great. Well-written, well-opinionated. You did amazing. People on Facebook commenting mm-hmm. on it without even clicking the link they read the like cut off headline the, and just go yeah. it's they read, garbage they read the title and the excerpt and they were like and i hate you they so. were proving your article 
Oh yeah, like, many yeah. Of them they were right. proving the point exactly, and you're just like. There was one you... guy too who was like commenting on the. Oh, of course, this was written by a man. It's like. <laughs> Sorry, for having a penis. <laughs> exactly. How dare you? Not his fault. Uh, all right, so kids and cadets, we actually do have a topic tonight. Uh, and uh, so one of the things that we wanted to talk about, and one of the things we've been doing on our tea time is we've been talking about these topics, kind of exploding them out. Last week, we talked about the many uh, masks of Spider-Man. We had voice actor Andrew Morrison on with us. Um, and we had and, actual Spider-Man with us. And we had we had Spider-Mans. I couldn't make it, though, but we had Spider-Man. So, yeah. <laughs> topic? Topic? Maybe. We possibly have a topic. Uh our topic is what's your hobbit hole uh and so it's an interesting conversation because when we think about a hobbit hole it's something that's place where it's it's comfortable it's relaxing it's where you know you think of in the movies bilbo and frodo went there to relax it was it was their sanctuary um and so they can get really deep into the soundtrack for the lord of the rings and how whenever there were moments of comfort the Shire, like, light motif would play, especially getting towards Mount Doom, yeah, where there's yeah. no comfort, and the... It's almost a distorted Shire theme of, like, they're trying to find it, especially when Frodo says, I don't remember the Shire. Right. It's... it's The music is, like... It's almost there, but sorry, go on. No, you're fine. I just realized I took our image down, so I'll put it back up for a second. But yeah, there it is. Uh, See, so we want to talk about that tonight. What's your hobbit hole? But we're relating this to pop culture and the different things that we seek out in pop culture, whether it's sci-fi, fantasy, music, video games, books, whatever it may be, to find some level of culture when life gets a little stressful. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but that happens. Life sucks. Um, mm-hmm. Real, real sucks. And... Uh, so yeah, so um, I have an overall. I'll, I'll, let's just let's do it this way. I have a couple subtopics, but if there's one thing in particular that's your guys' hobbit hole, what is that? Ben, I'll start with you since you know this was kind of your idea. I mean, it is the Shire. It is the hobbit hole, Bag End. This one actually isn't Bag End. It's close enough though. Uh, <laughs> It's baggish end. Baggish end. Uh, it's bag end from Wish. Yes. No, but that looks far too nice to be from Wish. It's oh, emu. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Got a spit take. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you good, Tim? Are you alive? I'm good. I would yell for help, but Shana can't hear me. <laughs> wow. Uh, we need to right. change the title card now. Just we killed Tim live on air. <laughs> yeah, it didn't get me to fall out of my chair, but you did get me to gag on my tea. So there's that. I'll just, I'll just call Kendall with the I killed your dad. We did almost you got you to fall out of your chair last last one when both uh, me and Andrew popped up in Spidey suits, and you're just like <laughs> you're dying in the background. I, I wish uh, we would have been recording that intro, uh, the behind the scenes stuff. The, the stuff that was the stuff that was before we went live so it wasn't recording yet was phenomenal oh it's so great and i'm just sitting here going why why can't we be recording now anyway yeah. uh but yeah uh, <laughs> total but, by t yes yes <laughs> but 
going back to the the Shire leitmotif, playing just the soundtrack for Bag End or the Shire, suddenly, whatever's going on, just, you could be in, having the worst day of your life, but you sit down on a mildly comfortable chair, put on that song, and suddenly you're sitting by the fireplace in Bag End, waiting for your tea to be ready. You're you're looking down the road to see Gandalf's cart coming down. It's It suddenly becomes peaceful and good. No matter what's going on around you. And there's other places that my mind can go for similar things, but nothing ever immediately just like transports me in the same way of like the and you're gone. But that's that's my thing. Okay. All right. Uh, Kathleen, what about you? So this is complicated for me because there's there's a few. I mean, it is the, we get to this time of year and I'm like, it's time for a Lord of the Rings marathon. But also the, if I don't have the, like the mental fortitude for a Lord of the Rings marathon, it's the, well, what about Tenth Kingdom? I can do Tenth Kingdom. That's significantly shorter. But it's, it's not still 13 the, hours. Right. It's six, eight, something like that. But I mean, because then it's this, it's still the, the fantasy escapishness, but there's, there's a lot. I'm also, I've gotten into this, the, the playing, the Lord of the Rings soundtrack, and we've got like a little electric fireplace in our living room. And I will now just like turn the, the either like the Lord of the Rings soundtrack or even the, the medieval lo-fi stations mm -hmm. with my little fireplace. <laughs> That's not it. Not that one. Oh, not that one. My bad. Okay, so I'm sorry. I do love the Darth Vader <laughs> Yule log. Right. I had that but, playing on our TV last. Was it last Christmas? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I've actually recently gotten into. This is going to sound bad, and I do not. Uh, for those of you that are younger watching this, don't do this. But I've gotten into pipe smoking, but not like tobacco or anything like that but like herbs like thyme sage things like that long Just bottom leaf long bottom leaf <laughs> old toby's yeah uh, but whatever's currently legal in the state of alaska yeah. i mean <laughs> whatever's found on roadside you know it's it's fine well no but like in the same way of like using like lavender oil or like incense or anything like that you can still smoke lavender. And having that is a very calming thing. So sitting on my little porch thing outside of my apartment, bundled up in a blanket on a chair, listening to the Lord of the Rings and just smoking a pipe is incredibly calming. Okay. Just, it's very nice, especially since directly from my front door, looking straight especially this time of year, is a beautiful snow-covered mountain. Oh, so nice. in the brief hours of sunlight that we get, I get an amazing view. Excellent. The idea of smoking lavender sounds horrendous to me, but that's also because I hate the smell of lavender. Well, you could do anything. I also have uh, thyme. You could do sage, mint as well. So do you like, like actually, like, Puff the cigar, or do you, or, or pipe rather, or are yeah. you just like burning it as like incense? No, like you can puff it. You get a taste in your mouth, and it, you still get the smell of it from out, 
like sure, sure. of the pipe, but it changes when it's like actually in your mouth or going into your nose and everything like that. But please tell me that it's like an um, like Popeye the Sailor Man old uh, corn cob pipe. Please, <laughs> please tell me that. Even if you're lying, I just need to know. So. Sorry, what was that question? My dog is completely losing it right now. I hear that. Uh, I just want to know if it was like an old, uh, you know, uh, Popeye corn cob. No, it is a I... legit Gandalf pipe. Actually, one second. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, while he's calming his dog, Tyson, what about you? What what's uh, what is your overall Hobbit hole? So kind of like one movie or one fandom. Or, or just like or... if you, yeah, if the, what's the one thing that you find yourself always kind of gravitating to? That when you know, like you know, kind of crap hits the fan and you're looking to calm down. It could be music, it could be video games, mm. it could be whatever. I mean, because we're gonna go through these a little bit more, uh, a little more uh, directly. But if there's one overall, they're like, yep, this is it. One ring to rule them all. I don't have a, I don't have a one. I've. Because being into movies, people always ask, what's your favorite movie? That's hard. I'm like, well, you know, as much as I could narrow it down is like three movie franchises. <laughs> That's okay. as much as I could narrow it down. So Lord of the Rings, the Dark Knight trilogy, and nice. Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Those are my... I salute them all. Well, John. Okay. I, I find it interesting that the Dark Knight is considered your comfortable place. <laughs> Yeah. Gotham is not notice. Uh, well, uh, Batman wins every time, so that's comforting. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> also cut that. Ooh! Oh, look at those! And this one is actually Gandalf's. Ah, it has yeah. his rune for his. Uh-huh. Uh, this one is. These are actually all from a brand called Shire Pipes, where they make ones basically from the movie or based off characters. This one's Gandalf. They have a Boromir. This one is the Smaug version which is supposed to be bilbo's oh nice and they're they're very nice i have andoril is absolutely gigantic though oh goodness blade that was broken (laughs) i have a lightsaber that looks like that oh that's cool uh drayton is asking you ben does it ruin your lungs (laughs) we did there ruin 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 well you see I mean, technically speaking, smoking anything could potentially do that. Uh, I do not do this. It's not like a I need to... When you're just smoking, like, medicinal herbs and things like that, there's no addiction. There's nothing in there that can be addicting as opposed to, like, tobacco or anything like that. I mean, smoking rosemary... Isn't going to get me high or anything. Any kind of smoke. Yeah, any kind of smoking could potentially hurt your lungs. Okay. So, so be uh, and then let's see that for mine. I bet you guys can't guess what my mine is. Is it Star Wars? No, it's uh, it's specifically Star Trek: Deep Space Nine. <laughs> hmm. That's my no, final answer. There's One no piece. other guesses. One Piece. I don't think I've ever even watched an episode of One Piece. Go watch One Piece. <laughs> it's so good. Go watch it. Yes, anyway. No, I know. Uh, I, I know what it is. My Little Pony. Mm. All right. It's some of those are bangers. 
<laughs> Bluey is not just for kids anymore. Come and do a couch soup near you. Anyway, oh. uh, that's my, that's the next article. That's what I'm writing right now. <laughs> so Kathleen get partial credit for that. No. Eh, eh, we'll see. I'm giving. Dude, I did an entire five at five on it, and then we did an entire tea time. Come on. I'm giving credit to Honora. Anyway. Okay. Well. Uh, okay, that's acceptable. But yeah. So yes, for me, it's always been Star Wars, and. Although Tyson may not be able to, to limit it down to what is his favorite movie, uh, best movie of all time, hands down, is Empire Strikes Back. It's, it's not up for discussion. Um, yeah, there's not much of a, of a that's, competition. Everybody's there. like, oh, that's your favorite Star Wars movie. No, no, that's not what I said. <laughs> that is my favorite movie of all time. I mm. love Empire Strikes Back. I love the, the nuances. I love how it sets up for Return of the Jedi and, and um, you know, the, the cleansing of Anakin. Darth Vader, uh, so that he gets to become young Anakin again at the end of the movie, as you know, in the changed versions. But anyway, uh, yeah. So for me, it's 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 always Star Wars. Um, I mean, there are other things that I enjoy, but you know, uh, you know, when it comes to when it comes to to if I'm having a crap day, um, I think I'm on my um, my at least my tenth watch through of the entire. Uh, uh, movie show, movie show index on on Disney Plus. I'm currently in the end of season one of The Mandalorian again, and you just, I just kind of, I just, yeah, I just kind of circle back through and I start back over again. Mm -hmm. I used to do the same thing with the movies back in the day, and it doesn't mean that I'm always sitting down, you know, eyes on screen, but I have them playing in the background, and I'm like, I walk out, I do a load of laundry, I come back in, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this scene, I like this scene. Um, there are certain episodes that I for or or movies and spots of movies where I must be sitting down and I have to watch those scenes. Um, Jar Jar scenes. All, just a compilation of Jar Jar scenes. So, no. Tim, are you <laughs> saying are you saying that in the olden times when you had to rewind the VHS? Be kind, rewind. Yeah, you would just watch them back to back. I would take the one VHS out. Put it in the VCR rewinder because oh, you, you know it was rewinder. because it was too hard on my VCR to do its job. So I had a little VCR rewinder next to it, and I would take out one cassette, put in the next, take out one, put in the next, and just kind of cycle through. So uh, let's see. Uh, John says Tim's a brony, y'all. You heard it here first. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. the next next couch soup article. When he's not being a Swifty. Hey, just got some good songs. Keep it up. We'll have some bad blood. Anyway. Uh, I I just posted something, Tim, if you want to put it up. This is something I highly recommend anyone who has difficulty, specifically with The Lord of the Rings. If you cannot read it, the movies are fantastic. They do a wonderful job. But I highly recommend people read it. And Phil Dragish does an audiobook version of The Lord of the Rings. The whole thing. His voice acting is beautiful. The fact that he intercuts the entirety of the book with also the music from the movie and I there's sound effects in the background. The fact that you can hear in like the Battle of Helm's Deep, the song of Helm's Deep and clashing of swords and arrows and Oh, it's so beautiful. Whenever I, I go whenever I go on long hikes and like go out into the woods for miles and miles and miles, I have 
Uh, I have like bone conducting headphones so I can still hear things, but I have those books playing almost the entirety of the time. Okay, They're... completely off topic because you brought it up. How do those? How good are those bone conducting headphones? I really like them. Granted, you wear them for too long, and they're they're literally like on your temples the whole time, just like. Eh. Uh, but if you're not wearing them for like hours on end, they're perfectly comfortable. Okay, and it I... also means your ears are open and you can hear the things around you. Well, in bear country, I'm sure that's important. Oh yeah, very so, much. So, uh, Drayton says one of my faves is Terry Pratchett audiobooks. Understood. Another fantastic choice of your little hobbit hole of the mind um okay so let's let's kind of break this down into uh kind of the subsections so when it comes to sci-fi now clearly mine's gonna be the same one it's still it's still star wars but for you guys and you guys can just answer this these at random do you guys have a favorite place to go in the sci-fi world oh absolutely okay what is it star trek voyager that was okay. my Star Trek growing up. I grew up with Janeway and Chakotay and the Tuvok, the, the whole crew going through their things. And sometimes I even just put on, like if I'm just hanging out doing nothing, I will put on just the ambient sound of the Voyager. I There's a whole okay. like 10 hour playlist on uh, YouTube that oh, you can pull up for okay. that. And it's just the... The standard Star Trek just bleeps and bloops and things like that. And sometimes you hear the, the doors open or Janeway gives a command or something like that. It's okay. it's such a... When it comes to like science fiction specifically, that's that's my go-to for, okay. for comfort. Would I say that's my favorite? No, Star Wars definitely has that hands down, but comfort-wise. Okay. What I'm about you... I'm with John with DS9, but I'm also with I Ben because, like, I love Voyager too. Like, it, it's the which one do I pick? Because I love them both. It's also that all the Star Trek captains have their things. They all are like, oh, one's the the negotiator and the and not to make that a reference to Obi Wan, but they're they're calm, they're collected, oh, things like the that. Negotiator. <laughs> you do not mess with Janeway. You even attempt to threaten Janeway, and she'll just sit there and be like, look you dead in the eyes and be like, that's cool. Ready, torpedoes. <laughs> and everyone's just like, wait a minute, what? Like, I said what I said. Ready, torpedoes. We are destroying them. Okay, so so the thing with Doctor Who is that I, I actually have gotten to the point where I've watched it so many times that now it's the, like, I'll, I'll go to start watching it, and I'm like, oh, but I've already seen this one. And... It's not like I'm interested in watching it again. I'm in that weird point where it's like I haven't, it hasn't been long enough since I watched them for them to be interesting again. Yeah. Well, this is where you just got to go all the way back, like first Doctor. Yeah. So I've never seen Doctor Who, but right up there is David Tennant. Oh. <laughs> a picture with him, yeah. I know he's one of those people's favorite, favorite Doctor, but. Rude. <laughs> John pointing out not to look at Captain Janeway until she's Keep had her, her coffee. Coffee black. She's also the only. She's the only uh, starship captain that drinks coffee. All the others either drink tea or do not mention their morning beverage. Mm -hmm. I knew I so. liked her for a reason. 
All right, Tyson, what's uh, what's your favorite sci-fi Hobbit hole? It's Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, I, I, that and Indiana Jones. I don't remember the first time I watched them. I just know I, I literally grew up watching those over and over. They were just yeah. there. Here, um, here's actually a good question. <laughs> Does Indiana Jones count as sci-fi or fantasy? Because I'll, I'll put that in fantasy. I don't know. Yeah, because aside from the the crystal skull. We don't talk about that too much. But aside from the Crystal Skull, everything's related to magic or religion. Mm-hmm. In one way or another, yeah. Yeah, I would I would classify Indiana Jones as an action modern fantasy. fantasy. Yeah, like a yeah, modern yeah. action fantasy. Yeah. Um, which is cool for me. I mean, I love Indiana Jones. I hear I just love Harrison Ford, so um Yeah. I I should have brought it. I have the book upstairs, but well, first let me say, uh, did you guys watch the um, Disney Plus documentary about ILM? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Light and Magic, I think it's called. Yeah, it's Industrial Light and Magic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was watching that. It's fantastic. I love it, and I really realized, like, as one person has influenced me. And my being a wanting to be a movie director more than anyone else, and it's George Lucas. Yeah, fair. And I have multiple reasons why, and I learned some more reasons why watching that documentary. But so, like I said, Indiana Jones and Star Wars grew up with them. The first amateur movies that I ever made with my friends were Indiana Jones and Star Wars related. Sure. <clears throat> then I was. I have the book. It's the making of Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. And, what up, Wise? And I'm reading that, and I remember I was in high school reading it. And I'm like, this was the exact thought I had. I was like, man, I am just eating this stuff up. Right. Which I thought was indicative of like, well, I should probably career-wise go towards something like this. But I'm reading about the different departments. There was, you know, it was in pre-production phase still. So like, concept artists and the costume design and and Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor were already battling out, you know, training for their big duel. I was like, I kind of like a little bit of everything. I don't want to be laser focused on one. And that's when I was like, oh, that's what George Lucas is doing. He's got his hands in a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. He's the director. That's when the lights came on for me. I was like, oh, I want to be a director. All right. I can I, do a little bit of both. Yeah, exactly. I get to do, you know, get my dirty little hands in everything. And then, so I'm watching the ILM thing and it's talking about how much George pushed for digital and like mm-hmm. and worked with Apple and everything. I was like, oh, because of yeah. one man, George Lucas, I had a DV camcorder growing up and I had an iMac and I had iMovie and I was making those Indiana Jones Star Wars movies with my friends. So so it's all George Lucas's fault. As, you know, if you could point it down to one person, oh. I want to do what I want to do. I'm pretty cool. sure a lot of like newer writers, directors, they can all blame George Lucas for what yeah. they're doing. It I think there's a pretty good Star Wars. Everyone says that, like, oh, oh yeah, I think there's a pretty wi- like- right. No, I think there's a pretty wide swath of people who are are coming into the arts who are uh, impacted one way or another by either Star Wars or Star Trek, one way or the other, because of the influence of those two. Uh, those are the two titans of the sci-fi world. You know, uh, I mean, there's 
that's not taking anything away from the Stargates and the Andromedas and everything else that's out there, but these are the two Titans and these are the ones that, you know, um, uh, hi, Timothy. Uh, why did I get recommended this? I think it's cause we're awesome and we're yeah. a lot of fun and we have cool people like Tyson on the show. And, um, yeah, so we are a nerdy podcast. We sit around, we talk about things and, uh, Every Friday, if you stick around for a couple minutes, you'll you'll hear who was on our podcast last Friday and who's coming up this Friday. Uh, so yeah, we interview people in the sci-fi and pop culture world. So, and that's what we're about. So yeah, check us out um, if you haven't already. Subscribe, <laughs> click the button, do the thing. Anyway, I'm a subscriber. I hit the bell awesome. icon. Mm, Excellent, icon. love it. All right, so. Uh, you know, we've got all kinds of different things that we're all enjoying, whether it's, you know, in pop culture and uh, whatever else. But one of the things I want to talk about is because this isn't something that I, I do as much anymore, but I used to when I was a kid. I used to read, like, mm-hmm. nonstop. I always had a book in my hands. I always had a book in my, my backpack going to and from school. So I find now that I enjoy audiobooks more than I actually do sitting down reading. But the one book that I have actually loved is to both sit down and read and listen to the audio version and loved the movie of was Ready Player One. Um, absolutely love the book. I love the movie, even though the book is over here and the movie's over here. They're completely different. They're almost two different things. Yeah. I mean, they had the base, same basic concepts and same basic characters, but there was so much about them that was so very different. But do you guys have a book? That is, you know, if you're going to sit down and read something or even an audio book, if you want to just sit down and listen to something, because frankly, I loved it because of Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton's reading on Ready Player One is just top notch. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I already gave half of mine with The Lord of the Rings narrated sure. by Phil Dragish. Beautiful. Right. But if I'm going to sit and read, there's The Hobbit. Because it's an easy read. It's not as super in-depth as the rest of The Lord of the Rings. But there's The and Hobbit. And you don't have to have a, a wagon to pull the whole book behind you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but this is going to be pulling way back into my brain. There is a like a collection of short stories by uh, Louis Lamar, West of Dodge. It's a okay. western story. I think I might have read that at least a thousand times. And All it right. sucks because I can't find that book anymore. Hmm. Oh, it's got to be up somewhere. I, I keep looking for it. I'm just not finding it because it's... I, I have a distinct image of what the cover looks like and everything, and I can't find it anywhere. I keep finding the actual short story of West of Dodge, which is like that thick. But the book itself not, was a but not the collection, okay. and it was like it was a pretty hefty book. All right. Kathleen or Tyson, do you guys have books that uh, you you uh, roll back to? Audio or otherwise? Um, well, currently I have fallen into the universe of Sarah J. Maas. And oh, I, boy. I may you never come back. Me. I may never come back. Um, but there's actually there's a book that I read in middle school that is written for middle school aged kids that I've probably read five or six times since I read it, since I completed it the first time. Um, it's by Margaret Peterson Haddix, and it's called Running Out of Time. 
And it is, it's a fascinating story of this young girl who's sent on, she's sent by her mother to go get medication for, um, like tuberculosis or something. I don't remember what it is, but she finds out that her, her whole life is a lie. She thought that she was living in the late 1700s, early 1800s. And no, it's like 1996. She's living in a museum. Like they have interesting. Oh, it is. It is fascinating. So her mom like helps her sneak out so that she can go get the medication because the people who ran the museum had decided that it was more historically accurate not to vaccinate the children to not allow them to have medication. And so then now the kids are dying. Like, mm. yeah, it's a really, it's a really cool book for being written for middle school aged kids. Um, but she also has another series called it's the shadow children series, which is based or it's, it's a sort of dystopian. Um, your main character is Luke. He has two older mm. brothers, Matthew and Mark. And, <laughs> He is the third child in a society that only allows two. Mm-hmm. So he is gotten rid of John. <laughs> well, it happens. Um, but like, it's the he finds out that because he's been living on this farm and he's been he's had this freedom, but then the farmlands around them sell and they build a subdivision, and so now he has to be careful about not being seen because the population control police will come and they will take your children. Like, they will take your extra child because you're not supposed to have more because the population's... But misadventures and finding out that there's other hidden children. And then there's this very bizarre... Later in the series, you find out that sometimes they will use the extra children to replace the higher society members' children if something happens to them. Yeah. Yeah, so I was going to make a Star Wars joke, but that's not very Star Wars. Oh, it is. Well, no, it technically is. Yeah, it's twisted because it's not like this. This person's son died in a skiing accident. You match the physical description of him. You are now him. You are going to go live in this family. (laughs) Yeah, drafted by the Jedi. Okay, it's Mm. weird, but like those those ones specifically are ones that I go back to a lot. Okay. Tyson, anything for you? Uh, there's this book, Everyone Poops. You know, I think it's just like it really portrays the human condition. Like, because it's true, Every, we all do it. And so I think it really it. unites us. <laughs> I'm blanking on the author, but <laughs> I, I should it. also lead you in Choice. the direction of F is for Fart. I think you would also enjoy that one. Brother. Uh, he went to Germany and he brought back this children's book and it he's like when it translated into English it's called Who Done It on My Head. And it, it has a as a cartoon it's a, a mole. So he's like blind. He's got this turd on his head and he's like going around to all these different animals and like, Did you do it on my head? And they're like, No, mine looks like this and then, Oh, I love that. I wonder if he still has that. It's fantastic. Ter- no, my uh, my ter- actual Taro Gomi wrote Everybody Poops. Everyone okay. poops. I looked it up for you. The... <laughs> I actually haven't read that one, but I'm sure it's very, it's very good. I grabbed it. I got it. This is called. Well, this is the whole collection, The Legend of Jig Dragon Slayer, but it's three different books by Jim C. Hines. Okay. It's Goblin Quest, Goblin Hero, Goblin War. 
are fun as hell. They're so fun and funny. So it, it does these different tropes that we're all familiar with. It's the fantasy. It's So it's very Lord of the Ringsy. It's very uh, Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. But it's but it's from Jig the Goblin's perspective. The, mm-hmm. Okay. I've listened to Jim C. Hines talk about the idea and he's like, because he's a fan of all these things. He's like, you know, the, there's nothing ever from the goblins' perspective. Usually the goblins are just this annoying nuisance they have to get through. So, so why don't I do that? And then also, he said, plus Jig is like the runt of the litter. Mm-hmm. So he's like the underdog of the underdogs. Okay. It's, it's so much fun. It's from It's from Jig's perspective and he's these heroes come in, they're going on a quest and Jig gets like wrapped up with them. And he, I love his, he's kind of like commenting on how dumb a lot of these things are like, Oh, for honor, for glory. He's like, you idiots, that's going to get you killed. And they, (laughs) they're so funny. There's some, there's some Lord of the Rings, uh, straight out references, but they're references to Lord of the Rings and other fictional things. It's, it is just so much fun. Funny. All that jazz. Highly recommend. Right. I think I've read the first book. I didn't realize they came out with more. Or maybe... Because I, I remember reading it when I was a kid, I think. I don't know when they started, but... Okay. It, it's very familiar, but it I might have read it like once years ago, and I have no idea. But it's... It sounds familiar. Okay, I, I've read them all two, maybe three times. And I'll share I'll share this one too. This is the the book that I'm currently listening to, slash reading because I have both. Uh, this is a middle age middle grade book called Vivian Van Lake. We just or Vivian Van Tassel, The uh, Secret of Midnight Lake. Excuse me, Vivian Van Tassel, The Secret of Midnight Lake. This is written by Michael Whitwer, the brother of Sam Whitwer. Uh, and this is just a, it's a phenomenal book. This is honestly, it's, um, Percy Jackson meets Harry Potter meets D and D and it's super good. I've been very much enjoying it, but I think I'm eight or nine chapters in right now. I just got it. Just started listening to it. And, uh, yeah, very, very, very good. It's a fun read. Uh, doesn't matter. I mean, it's designed for kids who are like, um, seventh to 10th grade, maybe in that, that range. But, uh, it's definitely enjoyable for all. I mean, because like I, when my kids were younger, I read all the Percy Jackson books with them and and everything. And I and I really really loved Percy Jackson. And that to me is kind of on the same vibe uh, as Percy Jackson. He also as a also is one of the authors of the Dungeons and Dragons Heroes Feast Flavors of the Multiverse, along with his brother Sam, Ky, uh, director Kyle Newman, and D and D historian John Peterson. So. Uh, they've got this. They've got lore and legends, art and arcana, the original Heroes Feast. Um, yeah. But anyway, so just quick plug for Michael Whitworth. Yeah. But uh, yeah. With the running out of time, I was wrong. It's diphtheria. Just in case you wondered. Diphtheria. I'm sending the link for the book because it's awesome. Okay. It sounds like an STI. Dip- <laughs> you got a case of diphtheria. When it when it comes to books. A lot of people, I feel like, get a little snobbish with it, where they're like, oh, that's a kid's book or something. It's like, you don't need to read the Encyclopedia Britannica for comfort. Like, people should not feel shamed. 
people shouldn't feel shame for reading a yeah. very comfortable book. I mean, one of my favorite book series is the Spiderwick Chronicles. That's for like maybe middle, like yeah. just out of elementary kind of kind of a thing. Yeah. They're great books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, like if I still Vivian had Van the Tassel. physical copies, I would read them again. Yeah, Vivian Van Tassel, the the main character of the book, she's twelve years old. I mean, that's but it's it to me, it's more about the story. And I always tell people same thing with Star Wars. Uh, love what you love, like what you like, and if that's what makes you happy, that's your that's your hobbit hole. I say go for it. Mm-hmm. So uh, exactly. we could go on this topic for for quite a bit of time, but we are actually running out of time. Tyson, remind everybody briefly where they can find uh, out more information about you, what you got coming, how to how to track you down on the interwebs. Uh, without well, talking. Oh, you can stalk away. Um, <laughs> my OnlyFans link is no, I, I don't have that set up yet. I gotta get Mostly. something to fund the movie, but I don't Mostly know. Mostly pens. <laughs> uh probably just my Instagram, Tysonio one. Okay. Someday I'll put a link tree on there and do other things, but that's probably the one I'm most active on. All right. And guys, remember that down it we will be putting this down in the show notes down below. Uh, but you will have the opportunity to click and watch Tyson's trailer. Please go give that a watch. It is very cool. Uh, you will enjoy it greatly. Like I said, it's very well done, very professionally done. It doesn't look like it was done on somebody's iPhone 4. So, uh, my the first meeting with PJ Andrew, I did do my own trailer with a uh, with my iPhone and like Halloween costumes and stuff like that, just so they could get an idea. And I do remember sure. saying like, "Okay, I don't think this is gonna help you. <laughs> I don't think this little." It looks like a B movie and stuff like that. I was like, well, no, no, no. This was just for you guys, I mean, just so you could get the idea. That's actually what a lot of actors do. I mean, going back to the Lord of the Rings, because everything does. Uh, when you look at the audition tapes from all of the cast of the Lord of the Rings, they're like in their living rooms with their their wife or brother or, or neighbor. Mm-hmm. And they're wearing like what they can assume to be a costume. And it's so, I think Sean Astin said that he like recorded it in his living room and then sent a VHS tape. <laughs> well, yeah, cause that, that came out, the original Lord of the Rings movie came out right at the cusp of when VHS was starting to go away mm-hmm. and DVD and Blu-ray were taking more of a foothold. So I think the Lord of the Rings was like one of the first movie franchises to actually be only released on dvd right mainly due to the restrictions of they could not fit the movie on a vhs tape i believe that all right guys so if we haven't talked about what your hobbit hole is where your place of comfort in this pop culture world is let us know down in the comments below. We'd love to hear more comments and more thoughts about this. Obviously, this we didn't touch on a lot of things. We didn't get a chance to talk about music or video games or TV shows or things like that. There's a whole wide... We could do like a part two, three, four of this probably and not touch all the uh, all the, the, the comfort spots that everybody has. So, uh, but yeah, let us know down in the comments below. We'd love to hear what you got uh, in that realm. Kathleen, what Can happened last Friday? Last Friday, we aired our interview with the longtime voice of Bowser for the Nintendo games, Kenny James. We talk about being the Koopa King, as well as his work in anime, and the rumors of his work on Doctor Who audio programs. 
All right, you can still find that episode of the FSF Podcast on our YouTube channel uh, and your favorite audio podcast providers, especially Good Pods. Good Pods. Uh, Good and pods. remember, your subscription to our YouTube channel is a major help. Uh, to our YouTube channel, did I say you? I don't know. Yeah, I can't read. I, uh, simply, re- reading is, is 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 fundamentally hard. Anyway. Look, yeah. it's, it's it's a thing, okay? The words are hard. Words are tricky. Uh, I get it. Interestingly enough, on average, the American reading level is sixth grade. I am struggling in the, uh, the second grade. All right, there we go. <laughs> uh, but please do not forget to click like and subscribe if you enjoyed our videos. Uh, and go check out our Patreon. That's right. Do the things. Get, Click the buttons. Get some really good behind-the-scenes stuff going on. I think exactly. that Ben struggles with the same thing that I do, where your brain reads faster than your mouth can. Yep, and that's so exactly like, what happens. You're like six words ahead of where you actually are, and then you're, yeah. And then there's like a car crash, and they all try to join up. So yep. My, yep. my brain was already reading subscribe to watch videos as I was trying to say subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, <laughs> We're All right, cool. guys. Upcoming on this Friday is artist. No, he's not an artist. Uh, he's an author. Excuse me, author and producer Frank Badur. Now, Frank uh, was also a world class uh, champion skier. The man has had quite a life. He was a champion skier, and that's how he got into stunt work, and that's how he got into acting, and that's what led him to become uh, a producer on "There's Something About Mary," which is a comedy classic. And he is a longtime fan of Alice in Wonderland. So he started the book series, The Looking Glass Wars, which is a phenomenal retelling of the Alice in Wonderland story, but from a completely different standpoint. And yeah, it's something that you have to read to kind of get the grasp of, but it's it's a very cool story. And side note, the cover art, hold on a second, because I have it right here. This is... I didn't even plan this. This was just kind of sitting there. Realize I had it over there. But if you notice the 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 knights or the 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 people, the fighty people, I can't remember, think of what they're called. But these guys, fighty the people, guys, probably works. The, the we'll playing cards. The guys with the pointy things. Yes, the 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 fighty people. I'm just going to keep going back to that. Um, there's a better picture of them inside the book here. There's some fantastic artwork, the concept art that was actually oh, cool. used for it. Uh, and if you look at that and you go, wow, that looks a lot like a Star Wars B2 battle droid. There's a reason for that. And Frank tells you why in the interview. Uh, it's a really cool story. And it was one of those things that as he was telling it to us, I was like, no, really? Really? That's mm-hmm. why? Uh-huh. Really? Shut up. That's not why. But yeah, that's why. Uh, anyway, so you'll find that in the interview. And it's really cool. Uh, we have a great time to talk about how he went from skiing to becoming an actor to becoming a stuntman to becoming the producer that he was and to being the best-selling author that he is now with a with a huge fan base that loves the looking glass wars um so uh, amazing interview and we got to we actually got to get him on at tea time just to talk about Alice in Wonderland we That'll barely be a four hour long podcast <laughs> yeah we barely scratched the surface of his version of Alice in Wonderland um, because we had we had so many other things to talk about, but as we were talking to him, we we're like, "This is really cool, and this is a lot of fun, and holy crap!" Uh, so anyway, um, let's see. Uh, did you guys have channels before this podcast? How do you know each other? Actually, yes, we all have our own individual channels. Uh, we know Ben from TikTok. That's how we met. 
Um, we met him through TikTok and uh, uh, one of our show sponsors, and we got in touch with him and brought him on to have fun. Kathleen and I have been friends for a long time. And Seven uh, years! <laughs> I think she actually, it might, is it eight? I thought We're it was pushing eight. eight. Yeah, we got to be pushing eight. Anyway, we've known each other for seven, eight years. We've had a lot of fun. And um, yeah, we had this podcast and I asked Kathleen to uh, sub in one day and then she never left. And we asked Ben to sub in one day and he never left and it just <laughs> kind of stuck around. And Tyson, I met through couchsoup.com. Go check it out. It's a really cool place. And uh, yeah. And so we and had I've adopted Tim's daughter as my niece. So, Which only scares me because basically you are her in about 10 to 15 to 20 years and it wow. makes me want to just drink there's not enough bourbon in this world anyway uh but yeah, check. that will be out this interview with frank Madour will be out this friday morning but if you're a patreon member you get video and audio access starting tomorrow um so anyway yeah check more than Plus likely so many behind Possibly. the scenes as well right there's behind the scenes stuff coming and all yeah it's yeah this interview with frank is Top notch. We loved it, and you guys will have a lot of fun. So that's it. That's going to wrap us up today for the FSF podcast. Check that out on, on Friday. Uh, hold on. One more question from, he says, is this podcast mainly on YouTube, or do you have a bigger audience somewhere else like TikTok and Twitch? Uh, ben has a bigger audience on TikTok. Uh, we have a smaller audience on TikTok. We really haven't done a whole much there. Uh, I'm going to work on that. But uh, we are a... Uh, <laughs> We are mainly uh, here on YouTube. We have our Facebook group, which has 213,000 members. And I like how Tice is just kind of trying to... <laughs> Tice is just <laughs> scooting still in. Here, Tice. Sorry, buddy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we'll get you out from behind the banner in a minute. I'm still here. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you can find us on Facebook at the Funny Science Fiction Facebook group. And you can just find us at the FSF Podcast. We have our own uh, 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 uh Facebook page there as well. But mainly you're going to find us here and on your favorite audio podcast providers. But we do strongly suggest, strongly, strongly suggest using Good Pods as your audio podcast provider. John says he's going to need more bourbon. Um, uh, I was just surprised that you have two viewers. Actually, uh, they come in and out. We've been as high as eight or nine viewers. Uh, it depends on the, the night, the topic. And yeah, so. Uh, we also a... We also run a Star Wars Sagas game. It's a role-playing game where that gets lots of views. People pop in. I don't actually know the top number we've gotten, but it's been... We've gotten some pretty high numbers on our Star Wars games. Yeah. So, and... Uh, yeah, so check that out. And, and honestly, we get more views on replay than we do live. So that's always been our thing. Uh, we never expect people to sit down on, for a live. It's always kind of hard to, to nail them down for that. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, glad you checked this out. Um, and I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, uh, Timothy, Timofey. I I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it, but uh, thanks for checking us out. Hope you subscribe and, and come back. Uh, we do these every Monday night, and, yeah, we'll have some fun. And he says, I wish you all a good night. We wish you a good night as well, too, sir. All right, guys, that's going to wrap us up for the FSF podcast. Before another question comes on the screen, that's going to do it. I keep stalling because I haven't got back up to my conclusion video. Okay, and bye. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of the FSF podcast, we want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, please contact us by means of Twitter or Instagram using the handle at FSF podcast or go to www.fsfpodcast.com and click on the contact. Link. Thanks again and hope you enjoyed the episode.